Well, hello and welcome to another week of Binge Watch and in Lockdown, no less. The podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman magazine. And I'm Ian McEwan uh, from TV Times, What's on TV and TV and Satellite Week magazines. And today... We're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 13th of November 2020 and they include, very exciting, a new yeah. series of The Crown on Netflix and uh, James May's cookery show Oh Cook on Amazon Prime. Yes, and we'll also be looking at the Lego Star Wars holiday special on Disney Plus and documentary Becoming You on Apple TV. But first, Ian, what's in the news? Well, talking of James May, uh, yesterday... I did a virtual chat with uh, Mr. May, Mr. Clarkson and Mr. Hammond because oh. uh, the Grand Tour is back for an eagerly anticipated for its next big adventure, uh, which sends them off to uh, Madagascar. Um, so obviously when that arrives, we will be uh, talking about it. But I've watched it and I must say I did laugh quite a Is lot. it good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, what's uh, what's caught your eye, Hannah? Well, what's caught my eye is I'm a celebrity. This kicks off on 15th of November, and um, unlike well, it's a very different year on every level, isn't it? But um, unlike most years, all the 12 campers will be revealed at once. Um, this year, because of the situation, because of the pandemic, it's not in Australia, um, and in, in fact, it's set in in a Welsh castle. And I did wonder for a while whether even that would go ahead, to be honest with you. But it, but it is. So we haven't got the the exact names yet. Um, we've got AJ Pritchard uh, of Strictly fame. Uh, he's rumoured to be going in. Victoria Derbyshire, Vernon Kay. Um, so the thing is, is that with I'm a Celebrity, it was always about the show. And of course, you know, Anton Deck absolutely make it in the presenting of it. But this year really will be a challenge for them. I think they'll have a captive audience for obvious reasons. And I think people will be really interested. But it's going to challenge them in different ways. There's not going to be sort of, you know snakes and crocodiles and nasty things like that but they're I, i'm pretty sure i don't know about you this morning it's pretty frosty out there it's not gonna be much fun yeah it's gonna be a tad chilly well anton deck obviously our tv royalty uh you see what i'm doing now but i think you've had you you've got the big show this week uh of course about the real royalty it's the return of the crown tell us more Oh, it's back. I've just, it's so long awaited, isn't it? I absolutely love The Crown. This is the fourth series. Um, Olivia Coleman is still the queen. Um, should, we have a, should we have a little listen to it and then have a chat? Your Majesty, I think we have enough respect for one another personally to ask ourselves some of the bigger questions, woman to woman. We are the same age after all. Really? Just six months between us. Oh? And who is the senior? I am. Okay, so Diana, this is the Diana and Charles era. So for many of us, this is kind of a, an era that we absolutely remember in our lifetime. So I think it will be incredibly interesting um, to watch. We've got Margaret Thatcher as well, Gillian Anderson, my favourite, um, playing Margaret Thatcher. And you kind of, as well as the, the Diana and Charles doomed marriage i suppose we've also got the um kind of political challenges that the, the queen faced which is where you see julian anderson playing um margaret thatcher um I, I absolutely can't wait i don't know i don't know what you i know you love the crown too but this looks this looks really interesting from the perspective that it was part of our lives 
Yeah, I don't want to like the crown, but I have to admit, it, it's just, <laughs> it's so good. And it's, it's what we do well, isn't it? This is exactly the kind of thing we do well. And so episode one, which I loved, uh, as you say, you've got the first meeting between Charles and Di, which is really nicely created. And I didn't realise that he was dating their older sister and that's how it kind of came about yeah um, there's yeah. also the death of Mountbatten that sequence is superbly handled um, and and as you said again <laughs> Gillian Anderson as Thatcher coming to meet the Queen I mean there's some great humor in that that those two facing off so uh, yeah I love Josh O'Connor uh, from the Durrells as, um, yeah, as, as Charles and I mean for the most part it's a pretty good PR job for the royals isn't it i think they they generally come out of it quite well there's a quite a nice scene between charles and philip played by the brilliant tobias menzies where uh they're discussing the effect of um, Mountbatten kind of transferring his affections from philip to charles that that's really nicely done but yeah it's um it's interesting because tobias menzies is more like charles than he is philip when you when you listen uh, I mean, if you close your uh, eyes he okay. sounds really like charles it's interesting you say it because I think that a lot of people that aren't that keen aren't really royalists don't really want to like this but I do think it is good PR but in the same way I don't think it's rose tinted the whole way through if you look back to some of those kind of that kind of original footage of when Charles was sent away to boarding school pretty harsh stuff that feels really uncomfortable to watch now um that wouldn't have been nice to watch back uh, i wouldn't imagine but what's interesting is as far as i'm aware there's no complaints about this so it must be relatively accurate yeah and i, th- I think they they come across very well and they, i mean i you know who wouldn't want to be played by olivia colmer but they 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 give them very thoughtful speeches about their their situation and um yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a fantastic series. Another thing I didn't know was that yeah. um, Princess Anne had dated uh, Parker Bowles, Andrew Parker Bowles. Did you know that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I did actually. I, I, I feel like, as I say, the whole series has kind of filled a lot of my kind of potted history knowledge <laughs> in many ways. It is quite interesting. Um, the jigsaw kind of comes together a bit better. On a slightly different note, uh, the aforementioned Mr. James May, um, he's branched out into cookery, would you believe it? He's got his own show on also on Amazon, uh, where the Grand Tour, of course, can be found. It's called James May O'Cook. Let's have a listen to a clip. Hello, viewers. I'm James May, and I can't cook. Welcome to my cookery show. I learn, you learn. Oh, God. And then we are all fed by knowledge. It's not burned, it's just well done. So, I'm a big James May fan, actually. I think of the Top Gear slash Grand Tour trio, he's definitely my favourite. And this is unapologetically aimed at beginners, really, and I, I guess pretty much aimed at blokes who aren't very good at cooking um and it's he is a funny host and he sort of brings out the home economist from the sort of cupboard at the back and says that these are the people who actually cook all the food on these cookery shows it's not the celebrity chefs so although it is aimed at at relative novices he's cooking up some nice stuff he does sort of pub grub he does roasts he does some baking the first one i think is about asian food so so yeah if you want to improve your skills uh, and you like james may um 
this is this an enjoyable watch. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I mean, he's got a dry sense of humour, hasn't he, James? He is funny, and he was always kind of the... He wasn't the one in the the very front, if you like, in the trio that once was with Hammond um, and Clarkson, I didn't think. But he, he absolutely played his part in making that work hugely. But interestingly, on his own, he's kind of flown, I think. And yeah, it, like you say, it's kind of aimed at a certain viewer and it's quite sort of, he takes the mickey out of kind of celebrity chefs and what have you. But if it teaches someone else to cook, it can only be a good thing, right? Uh, what else have you got for us coming up this week? So, yeah, Apple TV on Friday has a six-part docu-series um, called Becoming You. It's narrated by Olivia Colman, so you know it's going to be great. And it tells the story um, of the journey of how we learn to talk, think and love. And basically, it's life through a child's lens. It's the kind of the, the story of us. It's quite an ambitious thing to do, I think. But I think they do it really well. Let, let's, ha let's have a listen. There are days in every child's life that change who they are forever. This is the extraordinary story of how we learn to talk. Think. What's that, Mommy? It's a doggy. Why? Why? Why, Daddy? And love. This is your new baby brother. Yeah, so it is, it's quite an ambitious thing to do really um and we have seen many sort of documentaries on kind of the psyche of children and how they learn and what have you but this kind of delves a little bit deeper into that so you come away feeling a little bit more knowledgeable i suppose or a lot more knowledgeable and, and it's interesting to see how what happens very early on in your life uh literally becomes part part of us which seems very obvious but even the small sort of things the minutiae that you think oh it's just part of you it really does sometimes become the big part of you um certain audience perhaps is it is it one for you ian so yeah i mean it's fascinating that that the major things that form your personality all happen pretty much before you have any memory so i mean i find it a very interesting subject of course because they've they've gone global with it what's nice is seeing that obviously kind of kids the world over are the same but it's very interesting to see the cultural differences and there's you know some spectacular locations as well there's like little kitty in borneo uh, sort of in the ocean on it on a canoe um so yeah i think it's um it's a, it's a very yeah. interesting series they're, they're looking at uh things like making friends feeling talking thinking um, and all with the reassuring tones of Olivia in the background. So, yeah, I, th I thought it was interesting. Excellent. Well, um, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special on Disney Plus. Uh, that will be available on Tuesday. Here's a clip. Twas the night before Life Day in a galaxy far, far away. Looking good. Tree, food, decorations. Coming together, heroes were to celebrate the day. Please be a cape. Please be a cape. It's a wrap. For Ray, adventure called, and she thought it would be fast. Wow. But there she found a key to the galaxy's past. Sorry, sorry. Oh, oh, Master Luke, what are you doing? This is so cool. We've seen my master. My master's master. Concentrate. My master's father. Impressive. My master's father's master. Emperor Palpatine. Hmm? I don't believe it. Uh, you think maybe you could put a shirt on? Now, uh, this is probably one 
for your household. I mean, I've watched I've watched the Lego Movie and the Batman one as well, right? and they're they're fantastic, aren't they? They're really really witty, they're just brilliantly done. And I think this this is sort of inspired by there was a, well, there was a sort of infamous uh, 1978 Star Wars Holiday Special, which was very badly received. <laughs> uh, by Star Wars fans, it was pretty odd, but it, it featured the original stars of the movie, and it was about Chewbacca going back to his home planet. So you had like a whole, whole family of Wookiees. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it will be. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some really sort of witty send-ups of of the whole Star Wars universe. So you're going to see the likes of Luke Skywalker. You're going to see Darth Vader, Yoda. Obi-Wan Kenobi and all of your favourites and uh, Anthony Daniels the voice of C-3PO mm. uh, he's back oh it's it's great and I think that the kind of the old feeling that Lego was for you know uh, for boys and not for girls this is complete nonsense I have two girls and they absolutely okay. love it and as much as they absolutely love uh, the Lego movies too you know it's, it's kind of um, it, I think it's for absolutely everybody I would agree it's a real family thing I think we have another family-friendly film this week that you've been taking a look at. Tell us more. We do. Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey, which is um, on Netflix. Um, it's a festive adventure, um, which actually reminds me a lot of um, The Greatest Showman because it's, uh, because it's a musical. So there's loads of songs in here, and we we you know have music from John, the brilliant John Legend, Ricky Martin, Usher. It's a real sort of feel good movie, but with a a kind of a storyline that hooks you right in. But it absolutely, as soon as you start to hear the music, you know you feel really really festive. Should we should we have a listen to it, and then and then I'll see if it's one for you. Once upon a time lived the greatest inventor that ever there was, Geronicus Jangle. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas indeed! Jangle, for the last 30 years, you've been promising something sensational. I need more time. Either come up with the money you've borrowed by Christmas or show me the revolutionary invention you once promised. I would lose everything. Okay, so the the main character, I think I'm saying this correctly, Jeronicus Jangle, um, is played by Forrest Whitaker. Um, so quite a different part um, for him, given that we've seen him recently playing um, the lead in the gangster series <laughs> Godfather of Harlem. Um, so this is quite a different thing. Um, and it's set in the, this fictional town of, of Cobbleton. And it tells a story of uh, the eccentric uh, inventor, which is Forrest Whitaker. Um, uh, who is, is left heartbroken because his trusted apprentice has run off with his most treasured creation. And the journey starts with his very brilliant and bright granddaughter um, uh, setting out on a journey, essentially, to, to get back this magical um, creation. So it's, it's, it is magical, um, you know, people flying through the air, um, dancing, music, everything that makes a film great is, is in here. Yeah, it does look quite fun. And good news, <laughs> uh, part of it was filmed in Norwich, so that's exciting. 
But uh, yeah, it looks great fun. The, the little robot, I don't know about you, it, it had a touch of uh, Wall-E yeah, about yeah. it. The eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Hugh Bonneville's um, in it as well, of course. Hugh Bonneville mm, from Paddington, mm. he's in it. And Ricky Martin. Yeah, Ricky Martin. Who's living the vida loca. <laughs> he, he voices this toy that is a matador that's a very funny character as well. So yeah, this is just, this is a fun-filled, festive treat, isn't it's it? It's the kind of thing that you can sit down all together and just watch and it'll just Fill your heart is what it will do. It's fun. All right. <laughs> well, we've got a bit of a change of pace now uh, on Sky Atlantic on Wednesday. A new series called The Good Lord Bird hmm. arrives. Uh, it's a period drama set just before the American Civil War. Let's have a listen. My name is Captain John Brown. <laughs> Yes, as you can hear from that, it's quite unusual. So this stars Ethan Hawke, who, of course, he first came to view in uh, as that sensitive young lad in Dead Poet Society, the Robin Williams movie, uh, all those years ago. Um, and this is a bit of a pet project for him. So it's based on the life of, of a real-life abolitionist called John Brown, um, and apparently he, he originally was going to uh, cast Jeff Bridges in the role, but then he decided, uh, no, I'll play it myself. So he's a sort of firebrand evangelical opponent of slavery. Um, but the story is told from the, the point of view of this young black boy whose nickname is Onion, uh, who is sort of adopted by um, John Brown, but but mistakenly thinking that that Onion is a girl, and so he goes and hangs out with the, with the gang, and then we're talking about it builds up to the incident that that sort of sparked the Civil War. So Ethan Hawke, I mean, he is giving it the full beans in this. What what a performance! It, it's it's really full on fire and brimstone, but it's also got a lovely kind of quirky feel to it as well. And you'll also see um, the actor who played his son in the movie Boyhood, that wonderful movie, and also his real-life daughter, who was in Stranger Things, May Hawk, uh, she appears as John Brown's daughter. Now, is this your kind of thing, Hannah? Do you know what I think it is? I mean, like you say, it's a bit of a step change from Jingle Jangle, let's be honest. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, everything to the party. Um, It's a broad church. Yeah, it's a broad church. It's like you said, I think everything's been thrown at this, hasn't it? Um, It is a bit kind of weird in places, but I think it will be a hit. It's just a bit it's just a bit deep. You just need to concentrate a bit more than you did perhaps when you watched Jingle Jangle. Yeah, and I mean he's really showing his range <laughs> here. I love Ethan Hawke, but I mean his performance in this is, is I mean it has to be over the top, but it's very convincing. Um now there's so much on this week, Hannah, that we don't really have time to to go through all of it, but just to round it up, as well as of course I'm a celebrity in Wales. Mm. Um the final series of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
starts on Friday on Disney. That's the spin-off from the um, Iron Man movies. Uh, we Are the Champions on Netflix on Tuesday. So this is, this is a documentary about this uh, weird sports. So <laughs> it's, it's narrated by Rain Wilson from uh, the American office. I'm a fan of his. Yeah, it's about things like cheese rolling, isn't it? And is it frog frog jumping? I think we've got a bit of frog jumping. Frog jumping. There's a bit of dog dancing. Yes, um, like I that. think the frog jumping's in California and the cheese rolling is in Gloucestershire. And apparently that's been going on since the 1800s. Good news. Can you can your dog <laughs> dance? Can we can we get the dog Do in you know for what? a quick cameo? I he is quite he is quite a dancer actually. I reckon he, he could he could be on that. Yeah. I mean. Um. And finally. <laughs> uh, you might be familiar with this franchise. Did you ever watch The Princess mm. Switch? I really which did. Which is about I a really kind of did. A, a yeah. trading places type thing about a princess uh, in the. It's quite fun. In a country it's called Belgravia. Well, anyway, this is a, this is a sequel called Switched Again, where there's a third lookalike. I mean, this might be. Is this one for your for your youngsters? I feel like this is one step too far. <laughs> um, <but laughs> the Princess Switch is pretty good. I did sort of quite like it, and the kids certainly loved it. Um, one step too far with this because of course with the princess switch it's just literally sisters that have kind of um, a princesses sorry that have switched lives and they fall in love with the wrong people but then now there's there's another another person involved and it's yeah it, we will watch it it's, it's the, <laughs> it will be on it's the old old story isn't it two lookalikes um, anyway it's, it comes <laughs> to that time of the podcast where we're going to find out what you've been binging on over the last week, uh, tell me all. Well, I had a quick look back at The Crown, um, just because I knew The Crown's coming up and you can never really overindulge in that. So um, many times I've, I've gone back and looked at that, but just kind of wanted to get myself in the mood. Uh, and also, it's not so much a binge watch, but um, it, it when it was Halloween, um, the children really wanted to watch something scary but uh, I also didn't want sleepless nights so they've been on and on about watching Jaws which I mean literally I'm still I'm still scared to go in the water <laughs> not so anymore so we kind of really hammed up oh, it's so fake it's so this it is really fake it's fine to watch um they were fine there were no sleepless nights we laughed our way through it um but it, it was good fun it was very nostalgic now also like you uh, Halloween night I was looking for things to watch so Cabin in the Woods, have you seen that? No, I haven't. With Chris Hemsworth, uh, who plays Thor. So that's uh, that's a good one to watch. Don't do any research, though. Don't find out anything about it, because you don't want to spoil the surprises. But yeah, that's quality. Um, I also watched Game Night, which is very, very good, uh, with Jason Bateman uh, from Ozark. And it's about a group of friends who get together regularly to play games. That's That's funny as well and and scary and also the um bit of an a bit of an old one here 21 jump street which Ooh, was the yeah. sort of movie spin-off from the johnny depp tv series with uh jonah hill and um what's his name channing Tatum. very topical johnny depp as well right now i hear well absolutely <laughs> yes so that is that is kind of uh just great fun along the lines of other jonah hill films like super bad yes so that's what i've been up to um, we've just got time to look ahead to the treats in store 
in the next yeah. Binge Watch podcast. There are some goodies, aren't there? What are we talking about? Yes. Well, we'll be talking about the real right stuff, which is on Disney and looks absolutely great. It's a National Geographic documentary and it's um, a true story of the Mercury 7, which is America's first astronauts. And if you like space stuff, this is definitely one for you. Of course, they've got that the, the drama series uh, adaptation of the right stuff going on as well. Uh, also on Disney... Marvel 616, definitely not for you. It's a documentary series <laughs> about the inner workings of the Marvel comic universe. Um, and Alien Christmas on Netflix, perfect for Christmas. Extraterrestrials are trying to steal Earth's gravity. How dare they? Of course they are. Of course they are. And we've got the pack on Amazon Prime. So if you if you if you like dogs, then this is this is one for you because it's a, a globe trotting challenge and it features I think it's twelve dogs and their twelve humans. Um, and they go across the world doing um, different challenges. And I think it's something like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars prize money up for grabs. So yeah, it's fun but also quite crazy. That sounds good. What's your dog called? One's called Hetty and one's called Teddy. Oh, lovely. <laughs> well, she have a dog look, moment? Oh. We look forward to those, but in the meantime, keep, keep watching. watching.